Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more health issues with the dog's joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com RLRC and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash R-L-R-C. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. In Texas, the attorney general becomes the target of a rising crime called swatting. In Ohio, a man is finally arrested for a year-old murder case in which a body was found in a toolbox. And in Salt Lake City. Utah again? Utah again. Second day in, uh, in a row for us. Salt Lake City residents are up in arms regarding a big cat on the loose these stories and more coming at you today monday january 8th on real life real crime daily and i'm jim chapman and i'm woody overton and i'm mike agavino happy monday guys happy monday happy monday All right, monday we, fun day we, we need to do this we've got a big event tonight yes we do okay we so here we go boys I, 20 20 a piece mm-hmm. you got to pick the winner and then, I, and then you got to pick a score. I quit betting. <laughs> I lost all my money last week when LSU lost. For real, right? I mean, well, LSU won, but they didn't cover. Uh, right. Alabama news. lost. Texas lost. 
Yes, indeed. That all happened. Well, the good news is that none of those teams are playing in this game. That's true. Washington will lose. Wolverines against the Huskies. You're taking Michigan? I'd take Michigan. What score are you taking? I would say 30 to 24. Okay. Woody? One second, I'll tell you. Sorry. Woody's got his clever... This one's a gambling app that we're spits, firm with his bookie. Spits back all of his bets for him. Um, He's got a chat GPT coach. Would it be chat GPT coach? I'll go while we're waiting for Woody's technology to kick in. I'm going to take Washington really? to win, and I'm going to say it's not going to be close. It's going to be 38 21. Oh, Washington. Woo. No faith in the defense Michael of Michigan. Penix. Penix is, is a stud, but that, that defense showed me something. I'm not even going to cheat Alabama. and look at the spread because I couldn't find it. <laughs> but, you know, I'm really torn on this one because uh, I think Michigan is just absolute beast defense. But I can tell you, Washington. They're a beast. Penix is a freaking Penix is, is a freaking nature, he, man. He is a freaking nature. I am going to go with Washington, and I'm going to say by – Okay. Oh, so Jim is the only one picking Michigan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that. I, I think we should take the, the scores off of it since we don't know what the spread is and just pick it. Well, it doesn't matter. It spread up. doesn't matter. It's, it's if we if Washington wins, whichever one of us is closer to Wait, the final score. How many points did you say? I took Washington by 17. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I'll, I'll stick my 10. <laughs> yeah. So you're, if it's a close game and Washington wins, you got it. Good deal. So y'all check that out. Right, and let's get into. Well, I got to clarify one other thing. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, several listeners have reached out to with this, and I can't believe anybody's read the seven hundred pages. But yes, my name is in the newly released seven hundred pages of Jeffrey Epstein reports. Oh of, God! Uh, if you guys have seen that, I just want to say no. I, you just you just loaned me your jet. <laughs> I was never. On the Lolita Express, I never took a flight. I've oh, never been to the God. island. My dealings with Epstein were of a completely different nature, and I just wanted to clear that up for okay. everyone. Yeah, there you go. I can't speak for others, other former presidents of the United there, States. There you go. And so That's, forth. So now let's get into crime time for Monday. And we're going to Texas. Texas. Chaos. <laughs> And we're going to talk about the Attorney General of Texas, Mr. Kim Paxton, and his wife, who were the latest elected Republicans to fall victim to swatting. And we told you about this before, Uh, and we're going to get into a little bit of what swatting is. But after a false report using their home's address was made to authorities, Paxton and his wife, Texas State Senator Angela Paxton, said they were not at their home on New Year's Day when first responders arrived at the scene. The couple described the false report to police as being a life-threatening situation. On New Year's Day, a currently unidentified caller made a false report to 911 describing a life-threatening situation at our home, the couple said. As a result, the city of McKinney police and fire departments quickly and bravely responded to what they believed could be a dangerous environment. We were not home at the time and were and were made aware of the false report when a state trooper who was contacted by the McKinney uh, police informed us of the incident. 
Making false reports to 911 is a crime which should be vigorously prosecuted when the criminal is identified. These fake calls divert resources from actual emergencies and crimes and can endanger our first responders, the couple said. It's also important to acknowledge that this swatting incident happened weeks after the the Speaker of the House, Dave Fit, uh, Phelan, his lieutenants, and the Dallas Morning News doxed our family by publicly posting our address. So they've had some kind of in you know in inside political problems. Yeah, let, let me interrupt you real quick because I I had heard of this, but that. Uh, it also happened in New York, Georgia, and Washington, D.C. to two Republican members of Congress. Yep. Uh, you had that? Yeah, that oh, was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, and that was kind of, uh, yeah, yes, I had that. I'm sorry. Um, that's okay. We'll tell them twice. <laughs> the, the incident involving Paxton comes after three Republican lawmakers, right. Senator Rick Scott of yeah. Florida, Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia, mm, which is incidentally is Georgia. Mike's favorite she is. Republican. My, he likes to go to the hottie. movie theater with her. That would not be true. <laughs> and Republican Brandon Williams of New York reported swatting incidents at their homes after the Christmas holiday. Now, y'all, swatting is a crime that targets uh an individual by calling in a false police report for a violent crime, such as, and it could be like, something like murder or, or hostage bomb, situation, bomb hostage situations, anything, yeah. all of those sorts of things. The goal of the false police report is to elicit a SWAT team response. Right, right. Hence the name swatting. Right. And who's, who do the police call when they get scared? Yeah. They call SWAT. There you go. So over the course of the last year, this particular attorney general has faced an onslaught of accusations from officials of the state. Uh, a lot of them saying he's unfit for office. But let's talk about the seriousness of this real quick. It seems like it's almost a funny prank. But the problem is if something serious is going down right. and they're going on one of these false reports, it can it can be life or death. Yeah. And also, if, if I'm a bank robber, I'm a calling swatting across the city, you know, make sure they're responding and get, you know, then go do the robbery. Cause everybody's going to be focused on this bullshit, uh, call. I mean, and, yeah. and, and they could do respond and accidentally shoot someone or whatever. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point as well. And I mean, you just come swatting in my house, kicking the door. I'm going to, I'm going to start popping caps. Yeah. And, uh, so it's crazy that, uh, I mean, it's those, I, there's not enough prison time for these assholes. No, no. I did it for 11 years on SWAT, and everyone you went out on, you know, it's bad shit. Well, and look, it's um, one of the things I'm scared for in 2024 is we've got such a contentious political environment, and it's not that hard to get people's addresses. I mean, remember we had the the person who was on uh, – Justice uh, Kavanaugh's property, ready to kill him. Yeah, um, that I, they were that I, they caught. I, I, but I, that wasn't swatting. That wasn't swatting. Right, no, right, but right. It, but it's um, it all ties but together and being able to get somebody's just address. Just so you know, I have your address. I know you do. Yeah, that yeah. is why I have but, stepped up the armory around. Right, but I'm not, be, I'm be not a shame say. if there was a call for a fire. This right. <laughs> Right. Don't swap me. <laughs> we'll swap you. Uh, yeah. Well, and and 
even in non-political situations, yeah, it occurs. Yeah, I mean, it, schools. It, it happens how many false time. alarms oh, do they have at schools? Swim. They might have called in a, a bomb threat back in the 80s on his birthday. Oh, Lord. I didn't say that. Well, it's important for Swim to do that back on his yeah, birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and that was for bombing. How was the party? How was the party Swim was having that day? Day drinking was good. Yeah. Quarts of beer back then. <laughs> Quarts? But uh, old, anyway, all all seriousness, so the, these guys, you know, train for it and, and they respond to it and That's they're expecting right. the worst of the worst, and you're just being an asshole. So, yeah. Well, don't Agreed. be an asshole. Don't swat. All right. So, and don't do this either. I'm going to take you to Ohio. A 29-year-old man pleaded not guilty to killing a missing 62-year-old man and leaving his body in a toolbox near his home. Now, I've been doing this a long time. I've never heard of a body in a toolbox. But in December, a grand jury returned an indictment against Nicholas Swisher for one count each murder, felony assault, kidnapping, tampering with evidence, and gross abuse of a corpse in connection with the death of John Mullins. Mullins was reported missing to Trotwood Police on September 25th. 2022 after he had not been seen for several days detectives located his body stuffed inside a truck toolbox behind the home uh on midway avenue four days later the autopsy showed mullins died from multiple blunt force trauma injuries swisher lured mullins to his home then hit kicked and stomped on him he then bound him with a rope and duct tape before causing his death by beating Nicholas then wrapped Mullins' body, put him in a toolbox, and disposed of him in the woods. Mullins was likely killed between September 22nd and September 29th. Investigators later identified Swisher as suspect and said he was arrested in Georgia on drug charges and then uh, extradited back to Ohio. The same day he got charged, Swisher was arrested for stealing a U-Haul truck and crashing with another driver during a police pursuit. And his oh, ass wow. is in jail, and he's got a million dollar bond. Police repeat, uh, pursuit with a U haul truck. U haul. You're not going to win that <laughs> very yeah, often. No, 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 unless it's a, cop, a bicycle cop or something. Yeah. yeah the the uh, amazing thing about that story, though, is the length of time yeah, in which it so took long. him to arrest it. This happened right, in 2022. Right. Yeah, but you know, um, can't outrun that warrant sooner or later to catch yeah. up with you. Yeah. Right. You can go to Mayco or wherever you're going to go or do whatever you're going to do, but they'll catch you sooner or later. What about going to like the Bahamas? And sooner or later, they'll they catch you. you. Yeah. Even in the Bahamas. FBI and the, or not if the U.S. Marshal. I don't think they get you in the Bahamas. They yeah. Get they get you. Shit. I saw something about that. that well, if they're going to get me, I want to be in the Bahamas. When right. Happens. The woman who um, who was down there with her lover or whatever and, and did they the hit tried to get on the NFL players. On, that, on husband, there was something yeah. about that last week in news when we were. Really? Uh, I didn't see yeah. any news. Yeah. Some breaking. Oh. Some breaking news. That's one of we'll my favorite bring stories to of you. last year. I'm going to yeah. have to find out so what's going on it, with that. It happened around Christmas time. I don't remember what it was. So. <laughs> Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? <laughs> I love that. You sound like, <laughs> it's that time of year there, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well, have you tried Astro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. 
It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. AstroPro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. AstroPro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this. And you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use AstroPro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those roads, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. AstroPro and go. It's springtime, boys. The grass is green, the birds are chirping, and the kids will be out of school soon. That makes it the perfect time to plan a family vacation. And we know from the stories we cover that this is not exactly the time to take the family to the Caribbean. You don't want to end up in the middle of some cartel drug shootout. So this year, it's time to take an international journey. And of course, a big international trip is just one reason to learn a new language with Rosetta Stone. You might have a different one. Maybe you want to connect with family or friends living overseas. Maybe you want to acquire a new skill for work or better understand a certain culture. Rosetta Stone has helped me have fun with my mother and at least have partial conversations in Italian after only a few lessons. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and many more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. No English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. Intuitive process, you pick up a language naturally. Designed for long-term retention. Speech recognition. The true accent feature is like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and an amazing value. That's right, Woody. A lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Sayonara. My son showed me some crazy uh, guy on uh, TikTok that uh, destroyed his ankle bracelet, and he's been on the run since destroying his ankle bracelet, but releasing all kinds of TikTok videos from different locations, (laughs) doing different things, and he's got a huge following. He's going to get a beat down when they catch him. They are. I mean, I don't know how they haven't caught this guy yet. Yeah, you would think they could contact TikTok and just say, where's his money getting? Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Well, they got to contact China, and this guy is actually actually Chinese, so I don't think the TikTokers Uh, want to give him up either, but, and he's... Very clever uh, punny name. That's that uh, is a Chinese thing. I forget what it was. Anyway, you know, it's you been, know, it's interesting. Uh, 
Our, we have a huge listening base in China. And we do. Actually, we do. So, so shout out shout to out our China. Chinamen. It, right. It's got to be because I speak that language. That's it, right. That's Give partly it. But, uh, lo, lo but the, gover- the government makes sure we can't monetize that uh, Chinese <laughs> audience. Some so so shit, I'm going to have Ch- Go listen to something tonight. else. I'm going to get me some lo mein noodles and some I love me uh, some lo mein. Fried, um, All right, I, have, I have to say this. I've been here almost three years now, two and a half years. Love a lot of the food. You don't like Chinese food. They don't know how to do Chinese food down here. Yeah. You know, I've yet to find a Chinese well, restaurant. That's, this is South Louisiana. Yeah, it's. I only it's, do it because it's. Somebody should do it like a Cajunese would be. I I've mean, been to do a bit, fusion the of Vietnamese ones and 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 you also serve crawfish, but they put the season on the outside. I, they what don't, they don't season when they boil. So they powder. They, they powder. Yeah. Oh like, Lord, not, not, not my bag. No, that's not mine either. Ooh, I need General Tso chicken though. General Sao. Is it Sao? And General Say, both of them. Is it? No, it's Sao. Were they brothers? Whatever it is, it's good. That's good shit. Well, it's been way too long since we uh, visited the state of Utah (laughs) for a story. So, MSG, you like it? No, I don't like it. Never had it, never will. (laughs) Attempted segue fail. (laughs) (laughs) Take two. Uh, it's been way too long since we did a story from the state of Utah, so let's yeah, right. go there. In a minute. And let me tell you that it is considered the deadliest cat on planet Earth. So deadly is this cat that a petition has been signed by 10,000 Salt Lake City residents to prevent the Hogel Zoo from bringing the animal into the community. Police have made several arrests as recent protests have turned into all-out riots. Because I was going to get you uh, for the board. I'm trying to keep you out of the board. Yeah, because I've already got one sanction. I've got one New Year's sanction already. You just said arrest, so we'll we'll let you slide. No, it's not a Siberian tiger. No, it's not an African lion. It's a black-footed cat. This cat is pound for pound the strongest of all cats. It has an unheard of 60% hunting success rate, which means when it targets its prey, most of the time it kills its prey. Uh, Only only 60% of the time. That's that's most. That would be the majority. I said most. (laughs) Pay attention. Sex panther. And now Utah's Hogel Zoo is welcoming an eight-month-old black-footed cat named Gaia. We know there are some concerns and we know the breed is considered to be the deadliest cat on the planet, but we think the preservation of this species is vitally important, um, said a Salt Lake City uh, zoo official in a statement. At just eight months old, she's small in size but large in her feisty personality. The petite species, listed as the smallest species of wildcat in Africa, is known for its amazing hunting and survival abilities. They typically measure around eight inches and weigh from two to five pounds. The cat's diminutive size and unbelievable athletic ability have made it extremely difficult to retain in captivity. So that's the major concern is they're so small and athletic and nimble that what kind of enclosure are you going to put this thing in where you can actually keep it there? Because if it gets out, I mean, two to five pounds, funny. This thing is a freaking, it's it's like uh, that scene in... uh, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail with the, the cave is guarded by the killer rabbit. It's like that yeah, killer rabbit yeah. in, in Monty Python. Go see that if you haven't seen it. Um, 
there have been deadly incidents associated with with escapes from zoos in other parts of uh, the world. Utah's Hogle Zoo bought in Gaia after being briefed by the Black-Footed Cat Consortium for breeding purposes. There are only a total of 29 black-footed cats in the consortium, but with successful breeding, the zoo believes it will significantly contribute to the program. These cats are nocturnal creatures uh, that uh, are located in Namibia, central and southern Botswana, and South Africa. The cat's moniker comes from having black and dark brown soles or pads. Uh, The uh, Hogel Zoo is already home to one other, has been home in the past, to one other black-footed cat named Ryder, um, and they are going to attempt to meet these two, apparently. So, and look, here's a picture of this fucking thing. And I'm, I mean, it's like a Tasmanian devil. It looks like a little house cat. But, you know, people protest and that and everything. Um, I, 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 yeah, I guess I live in a different world but on my give-a-fuck meter. I could care less about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you'd give a fuck if this little thing got loose in your neighborhood. You just shoot yeah, it. I'd shoot and, and eat it. Shoot. <laughs> I don't think there's much to eat. But yeah, shit. What did she think on a squirrel? <laughs> Two to five pound cat. Maybe the brains. I don't, the think, I'm, I don't think I'm eating that. But uh, the, uh, go, you go, Utah. What a start to 2024. There you go. Hey, watch out for the cat. Kill a cat. <laughs> Eight inches. I'm going to fold my shit in half for anybody. my cats i mean all right oh my god look (laughs) what do you like chocolate i don't really care for i mean i'll eat it sometimes i like a like like a a school bar and a whatchamacallit yeah yeah whatchamacallits are good that's what my two favorites you know what a school bar is right yeah it's like hard toffee Occasional Reese's. Well, I'll tell you what. Re- Reese's. Re- I, I am Reese's. a. I am a. No, I am a. Uh, a Reese's sommelier. I mean, th- we we eat a lot of Reese's. Okay, so I and, I, and I'm still saying Reese's. And you're still saying Reese's. I'm also a Reese's peanut butter cup <laughs> guy. And um, I like the these funny uh, uh, Reese's too. Yeah. Well, I you know one of my favorites is the Halloween. Reese's I never had that, that look like yeah, I talk, pumpkins. Y'all talked about that. Yeah, there's home. a different taste that those yeah, like so the trees for Christmas mm-hmm. um, uh, that those have. And I was talking to my uh, my father-in-law who grew up in Hershey, Pennsylvania, who met Mr. Reese's. Reese's. Re- Mr. Reese, I believe. Reese's. Before the deal was done because Hershey's bought, bought Reese's way back in the day, but it was its own yeah. company at some yeah, point. Reese's. And he was telling me about meeting Mr. Reese. Sorry. Go ahead. Reese's. Well, um, Hershey's is are of course the owners of uh, of the Reese's peanut butter cups and all the Reese's. Uh, I guess everything that branches off from that, and they are under a lot of scrutiny right now. Uh, Matter of fact, they're getting sued big time in court. What? That's right. I uh, there are they are under scrutiny as several of the Hershey's themed Reese's peanut butter cup products, which are advertised in their packaging to contain decorative designs carved into uh, shaped chocolates, like a smiling jack o' lantern in, in for Halloween, and the eyes and mouth of a ghost, or the laces of a football. 
uh, all of these that. things. But the chocolates don't contain those decorations, the lawsuit says, which adds that the packaging misled shoppers who were expecting the designs on their Halloween-themed treats. This class action lawsuit yes, filed Thursday in Florida District Court accuses Hershey, Hershey of using packaging that falsely advertised decorations on its products. It cites the, you know, the main person who brought the lawsuit uh, and numerous YouTube videos from consumers complaining about the fact that these decorations are not actually on the candies. This is a trick, not a treat. One person said while holding up a Reese's white chocolate in its wrapper, which shows a white ghost with carved eyes and a mouth. Hershey, Hershey joins a long list of food companies that have faced lawsuits in recent years over advertising in 2022 a class action lawsuit accused burger king of deceptively presenting its whopper burgers and advertisements to be larger than they were in real life well they were guilty on that (laughs) (laughs) kellogg faced multiple lawsuits claiming that it falsely advertised the strawberry content of his strawberry pop tarts Customers have also uh, have also sued over the marketing of Taco Bell's Mexican Pizza, Starbucks Mango Dragon Fruit Lemonade, and TGI Friday's Mozzarella Sticks. <laughs> Freaking hell! Too many lawyers. Too many lawyers. The cases against Taco Bell and Kellogg were dismissed, while Starbucks and Burger King are ongoing, and Red Bull and TGI Friday's cases received settlements so here's here's my point on all this (laughs) there's a point let me get to a point to this there is a point um this is why this is why it takes that's right no matter what you do it takes forever on legitimate cases you know hit and run driver hit you you have to go to court to get a settlement and you're backed up behind reese's chocolates yeah that's that is absolutely criminal in my mind because it's such bullshit well and and it's attorneys bringing this yep and so should be all they're doing all they should be sanctioned all they're doing is bringing shit and hoping like those two companies settle. You know why they settle? Because they figure it's, you know, they, they write them a check. It's cheaper than paying their attorneys to defend it and it keeps their name out of the knees. And it's just all bullshit. Totally. And, and, you know, my mom and daddy graduated from law school. And my mama told me this not long ago. She said, you know, I was proud when we hung our, what do they call them, shingles? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we hung our signs up saying we're lawyers. And she said, now, not so proud. But they, I mean, they're great lawyers too. We got, we got. Oh yeah, there's absolutely. These assholes need to be spanked. Well, that's like the worst. worst How are you damaged by the packaging of the Hershey's? I uh, need to sue these people because they damaged my brain cells having to listen to their stupid laws. I do have to defend the Pop Tart people, though. I don't know what the bowl game was. That was the Pop Tart Bowl, that. but that was the best uh, product integration well, in a bowl and, game ever. The, they, the the, they ate the, the damn Pop Tart. And they were talking about the one that had never had one and stuff. I, I mean, that all the bowl games, that's all the small bowl games. And I know, but the, they're all um, ridiculous. But the Pop Tart Bowl kicked ass. And, yeah, Pop Tart Bowl. I think next year's championship game should be the fucking Pop Tart Bowl. Yeah, well. Because they, they know how to do it. Yeah, but they didn't. Anyway. They probably didn't have enough money. Great story, Jim. Who's sponsoring? <laughs> who's, the, where's the, where, oh, it's in Houston. 
It is. And what is it? Who's the sponsor? Do we know? I oh. think it's Dr. Pepper and Toasty. Oh, yeah, you know, it's yeah, the, yeah. the big boys. Doritos, whatever the brand yeah. is. It. And um, shout out, I wish I could remember her name, but that was turned in by a listener. Hey, yeah, so. yeah. Well, hey, y'all, we love when oh, you do that. In that case, that. it was a great story. I no, Jim no, no. Just make you look the, like a dick the, now, Mike. The, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I'll let you go all so the y'all, way y'all, before d- I said that. Send them in, like Leo Marie sent in the one I did. I think it was on the last episode. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, about about the judge getting getting her ass whipped. Uh, uh, y'all send them in. We most certainly give That's them right. a gander. All right? That's we right. appreciate y'all. All right, so let's go. So Pennsylvania, also home of Hershey's chocolate, right? Yes, it is. There you go. Um, There was a man in Pennsylvania who was himself once the target of a murder for hire plot. Not from a rent-a-hint man, but but he was arrested in Las Vegas Tuesday after his 26-year-old wife was found dead in their Pennsylvania home. Officials believe that Arthur Eugene Guddy Junior, 55, was preparing to flee the United States. Gutty faced charges of criminal homicide and ag assault in connection with the death of his wife, Nicole Zambrino Brisino, who died from what police described as a single gunshot wound to a vital part of the body. Um, okay. I've never heard that described before. Maybe they shot her uh, like a part that, that they don't want us to talk about on TV. I mean, obviously, there's, well, no, I'm going to just leave it alone. So Zambrino worked. At the Nemecolin Woodlands Resort in Farmington, Pennsylvania, her co-workers there reported her missing on December 24th after she failed to show up for work for several days. Police were unable to make contact with her during a welfare check at her home and opened an investigation into her, the disappearance. Through the course of the investigation, we received more tips. Followed up on all of those, Uniontown Police Lieutenant said with the help of forensic evidence and some technology we were able to obtain a search warrant for the home on monday and that's when we found the victim deceased zabrina was found in the bedroom at the house she shared with gutty on monday and police recovered a 357 magnum revolver in a separate room gutty was named the case first and only suspect as investigators became wary of him after they had an initial conversation they issued an arrest warrant on monday he couldn't explain the whereabouts of his wife, and when he did give us information, it was inaccurate, cops said. Guddy had left the Pennsylvania town days before his wife was reported missing, telling neighbors they were going on a cross-country road trip three days before Christmas, and he disappeared, and I don't know where he went or what he was doing, a neighbor friend who spoke to, with Guddy by phone said. Police used the neighbor's phone to record um, the phone record to locate Guddy. They captured him as he ate breakfast at the Mardi Gras Hotel and Casino on Tuesday. He was carrying approximately $100,000 in cash on him when he was arrested. And they thought he was about to haul ass, y'all. A photo taken by police in Las Vegas captured Guddy sitting outside, handcuffed with a cigarette, hanging out of his mouth, following the rest of the casino. Zambrina was got his second marriage after his now ex-wife attempted to hire a hitman to kill him in 2019. Mm. Bizarre twist, right? Roxanne Gutty was arrested in 2019 after offering the hitman a split of $50,000 life insurance policy to kill her husband with whom she co-owned a marathon gas station. And she was, her ass went to prison and Gutty looks like he's on his way. Yeah, it doesn't look like his second marriage went much better than the first. Divorce, there. divorce, divorce. Wow. Don't do it. Don't kill him. No. Right. They got him. 
Um, hmm. Okay. Let's go to Florida. With Ellis? No. And we're not interested. But we have, <laughs> we, we have friends in this area. Panhandle? A, a disturbing surveillance video Pensacola? shows the moment. Panama City. A man allegedly Miami. tried to kidnap a four-year-old boy at a Florida Walmart. But the suspect's wife claims he was just joking. Footage recorded Friday at a Walmart in Lehigh Acres, Florida, showed the alleged kidnapper, who's identified as Pablo Hernandez, age 64, walking up to the youngster who was shopping with his family and grabbing him by the wrist. Hernandez allegedly told the child, let's go, before trying to lead him away. But the boy's relatives quickly intervened and got him away from the suspect. Hernandez, who was with his wife, then stalked off to finish his shopping and left the store. Deputies tirelessly worked alongside our real-time intelligence center analysts to identify the suspect, the Lee County Sheriff's Office stated. We know that sheriff, don't we? Right. Um, we got him on the shelf. It's your boy. Mm-hmm. What's his name? I don't think he's Lee County. He's Lee County. Oh, is he no, Polk County? He's, he's Polk. Polk. He's okay, Polk County. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, my bad. Misinformation. They have a sheriff on the shelf there. That's how that stuff we just happens. have no idea of his name. Yeah. Together, analysts and deputies utilized advanced technology to quickly identify and locate Hernandez. Grady Judd. Within an hour of the thwarted kidnapping, deputies arrived at Hernandez's home and arrested him on the charge of false imprisonment of a child 13 years old or under. What this criminal did is incredibly disturbing, said uh, Lehigh County Sheriff Carmine Marcino. I never want anyone in Lee County to feel unsafe, especially going on a simple shopping spree. My team will stop at nothing to ensure criminals like this face the consequences of their actions. According to the arrest report, the four-year-old was at the Walmart with his mother and two sisters when Hernandez approached him and grabbed his wrist. It was one of the boy's sisters who stepped in and led her brother away from the suspect. She later told cops she felt scared for the tot's safety. Hernandez's wife, Odalis Leva, who was with him, told deputies that her husband is, quote, outgoing and frequently jokes with children, calling them papito. Leva has, war- has warned her husband against these interactions because other people do not interpret the interactions the same way he does. I just don't understand. When interviewed by a deputy, papito. Hernandez allegedly confirmed that he grabbed the child's wrist and that the boy started to walk away with him before his sister got upset and grabbed the boy's arm. Uh, Leva told the boy's sister that her husband was joking before the pair walked away. Hernandez explained this is part of his personality. He likes interacting with children and has done similar things on prior occasions. Hernandez stated he had no intention of leaving with the child. He was released from jail on New Year's Eve and... Uh, Let me... We're waiting. Now, look, this sounds like... It's very possible this guy is just fuck that. No, it don't. Hey, you grab my kid. <laughs> no fucking way. He has no record. He has no record. He's sixty something years hey, old. Hey, hey, been hey. David Constance wide did, open uh, in a Walmart. David Constance did it for forty years right for a guy. Right next to his family. His oh, record. And the, it doesn't matter. You don't be touching other people's kids. Let me tell period. you. Let me tell you. And this is in all serious and sincerity. Yeah. If I were in Walmart and I was with my daughters or my son for that matter. Yeah. And a man put his hand on their wrist, I would kill him. Absolutely. Without hesitation. I would kill him. And there's a lot of people in this world like that that are about it, as they say. And I'm going to tell you, uh, whether he was joking or not, obviously, no one's going to ever know except for him and God. Yeah. I don't think he was because 
think about that. Think about uh, the mentality that it would take to think that's funny. Yeah, right. Grab, grab, grab by the wrist. Yeah, that's me. not a jet. Mm-hmm. I mean, what would you do? Oh, I, 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 Kill him? He, yeah, <laughs> he'd, get a, he'd get beat down, that's for sure. Yeah. And I, mean, I, and I wouldn't get in trouble for it. Look, no. my, my wife says things to me sometimes. I'm. Oh, let I me love, ask you this. I love little let's, kids, let's, right? No, so, no, no. Let's say you and Miss Jerry in Walmart, and some dude walks up to her and grabs her by the wrist and starts pulling her off. What you gonna do? I could. You think it's a joke? But but it's Papito. No, I am going it, to react. He with does. He does all, it all, the time. all seriousness of the moment. Which, by the way, these people didn't. They, so it makes you. They reported it. They reported it, but they didn't. They didn't react like Jim would or you would or I would, right? But it, it was a it was a woman. It, no, it no, was no, a mom. No, the whole family was there, but the, the boy happened to be with his sister in one aisle oh, when this happened. The twelve year old sister going to beat the guy up? No, she's going to yell, "Dad!" And oh, Dad's she, going to oh, come sure running. She, and, and she beat, told her. She told Dad. But Dad didn't tackle the guy. Dad. Well, didn't. some people just don't. Yeah. Yes. Not everybody has that. But look, my my point is there are some people who are, and I was going to tell the story about my wife who who constantly says to me, Mike, because I love little kids. So if I'm at a, at someone's house, a bunch of little kids around, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do things with the, uh, with the kids. And I'm not, I'm not like doing a Biden lick in the ear thing. I'm just, you know, I like hanging around kids. I'll throw a football or, or whatever. Uh, this guy may be a just socially awkward person who's not in tune with where the world is today and goes back to a time where that was a, a more normal normal behavior. And maybe not. And maybe he's – but I look at him. The first thing I look for is, does guy have a record for doing this? And if he doesn't, then at least you look at it and think, well, maybe there's a chance that yeah. – this but was more innocent. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Obviously, the the sheriff is treating it appropriately yeah, yeah, as yeah. a uh, as a crime, and they'll figure it out. The courts will figure it out, Mike. And Jim will kill anyone. I would fucking kill him. <laughs> you understand? God, it wouldn't even last two seconds. I mean, why didn't he grab the older girl? I think Jim. Yeah. We, I think it'd be great to get a camera do it do a TV show. We volunteer Jim to be the security guard at like a Walmart or something. Yeah. And and then we have our own reality show of Jim just kicking the shit out of people at Walmart. <laughs> if they grab my my daughters or my son. Well, we'll just have or like my ten, wife. We'll have like ten kids who work they for us and we'll, we'll put it, you know, yeah. in there as uh uh interesting actors yeah. and, and see what happens. You know, good story. And yeah, and yeah, I'll tell you um it's just bizarre to me that mentality of it would be okay to to grab. Yeah. Uh, you know, and maybe it's like Mike says, that's just his way of, of you know, being funny. But, um, yeah, you'd find out real quick that wasn't funny. Joke's on him. Jesus Christ, man. Well, the joke probably will end up being on him. because Looking for a new and healthier way to unwind? I was, too. And then I tried Recess Mood. Recess Mood replaced that after-dinner alcoholic beverage for me, so I saw a difference in both my mood and my belly. It's made with real fruit, it is only 20 calories, and it contains no added sugar. Recess Mood is infused with functional ingredients like mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens, so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangovers. Recess Mood tastes great, too, and comes in four different flavors. My favorite flavor is the Strawberry Rose. 
So whether you need a moment away from the errands, work, and kids, or you just need a moment of chill during dinnertime chaos, Recess Mood is where it's at whenever you need to relax and unwind. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash RLRC and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Do you guys know what May 12th is? Sunday, May 12th? Mama's Day. That would be correct. It's Mother's Day. So let me ask you, do you basically get your mom the same gift every year for Mother's Day? Maybe some flowers, some chocolates, Mm -hmm. maybe a robe or a framed photo. Boring stuff, right? Right. Well, let me tell you about something that's totally cool and different for Mother's Day that will never wilt, spoil, or put an extra 10 pounds around her waist. I'm talking about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty unique. Cool, right? Right. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. Your mom can either type a response to the email or she can record her voice if she prefers cool. to do that or she can do both. Cool. And mylifeinabook.com then compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book as well as an audiobook. And if you want, and she's up to the task technically, you know, the audiobook is a is a great extra thing to be able to do. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and your future generations can treasure. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is kind of your chance to give her a way to share them. Every family's a little bit different. And in my family, we love to give each other a really hard time. So I've taken the approach in doing this of asking my mom to comment on some of those family moments that might be a bit embarrassing to other family members. Last week, my question was, mom, did you feel guilty that day you hit me over the head with your wooden clog and dad had to take me to the hospital for eight stitches? (laughs) Mom's response, back in the day, I was the disciplinarian of the house. And when you were eight years old, you refused to get out of Nancy's, that's my sister's, plastic kiddie pool. I told you 10 times to get out of the damn pool. You didn't listen, so I chased you around the yard, and when you slipped, I nailed you right on the head. That was the last time you got in that kiddie pool. Of course, Dad had to lie to the ER and tell him that uh, that you fell on your head, but I nailed you good. The entire process with my life in a book is simple, and in the end, Mom will have a great keepsake that can remain in your family for generations. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code RLRC at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code RLRC for 10% off today. Mile high. Mile high crime for Monday. Monday. And we're going to talk about a man who is in custody after police say he stole an aircraft. Nice. That's a new record. That's That's taking it far. And he traveled over 100 miles in its said aircraft to California with it over this past weekend. The incident occurred actually Saturday, December 30th. Mike, where was your plane? Or yeah, <laughs> at around 2 p.m. when police were made aware that a 2020 Kit Fox uh, fixed wing single engine type aircraft had been stolen from a North Las Vegas airport. Mm. 
Investigators say a man stole the plane, flew it to an area near the Barstow Daggett Airport, which is in California, uh, and landed it on the roadway outside the airport. Really? Yeah, so not only did he steal the plane, yeah, he landed it like on the road. idiot steals a plane to go to Barstow. It's nothing in Barstow. Where do you want to go to Hardee's? He's probably going, I was going to say he's probably going to talk about it. In an Alberta. The San Bernardino <laughs> County Sheriff's Office made contact with the man, and uh, they were unaware that the aircraft was stolen. They thought it was his aircraft, right? Because uh-huh. why would you think he stole the aircraft? Right. Um, at some and point. Parked in the street. Yeah, him parked in the street. At some point during contact with the man, he basically takes off running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he figures I'm about they to get He should have got busted. back in a plane. They couldn't have chased him. The problem was he ran into a desert. Yeah, oh, say, there's, oh, there's not a lot of places to um, run desert on a horse ran right into the desert and he was obviously later taken into custody identified as 40 year old Damien Zukakis. Zukakis was arrested and faces charges of possession of a stolen airplane and transporting stolen property across state lines North mm-hmm. Las Vegas officials note that he is also believed to be responsible for an attempted burglary of airplanes at the airport on December 27th, 28th, and 29th. Nice. So on that, the 30th, he finally got away with it, but for three days straight, yeah. this dude was desperate to, to steal an steal airplane. And get to, uh-huh, get to yeah, 100 miles away. Get to Barstow. In this three days, he could have walked 100 miles. Maybe there was a, wo- <laughs> maybe there was a woman in Barstow. Maybe My question is, how the heck do you steal the airplane? I mean, were the keys in there? Did he? Probably do you so. hotwire airplanes? Is that know, possible? I, I guess it is. It's know. electrical. Right. How do you do it, Mike? You know I imagine he probably, the people that uh, that are there leave uh, a bunch of the, you know, the keys and other equipment to the plane yeah, in a nobody, locker nobody inside the facility. So they yeah. probably, I mean, I probably wonder how they learned to fly on a flight simulator or yeah. something on PlayStation. Could be. But, know. You know, maybe he hey, got maybe really, really he went good the wrong model. direction and went to Barsta. Yeah. Couldn't have been lucky enough to crash and burn. Yeah. <laughs> Landed on the freaking that highway was, in Barsta. That was a good one. There you right. go. Yeah. There's some outlets in Barstow as well. Maybe Kinky he maybe he had some late shopping to do. For Monday. Kinky Kinky. Well, you got landed. photos there with your He should have landed in their uh, parking lot. All right. So, y'all, I think everybody in the world knows about this one, and it could only happen in New Orleans. And That's right. Just about anything can happen when you're walking down Bourbon Street, and we all know that, in yep. New Orleans. And ESPN learned that the hard way on Monday night. The network gave its viewers more than just a scenic shot of the famed Bourbon Street during a commercial break as an ESPN camera operator called a woman flashing her right breast toward a balcony above her. You know, I actually caught this live. Did you? Like, I saw yeah, it when yeah, it happened. Yeah. Oh, it, a breast pop up on the screen? Yeah, it's yeah, like, I saw, saw it. What? I saw a booby. Hello. I saw a booby. He has, a, he has the Mr. Skin built directly into his <laughs> yeah, TV. I, did, yeah, I yeah. didn't need it. Yeah, it was like getting free Playboy channel. What did you think when you saw it? Ooh, that's a not, and then it went away. Uh, it was like, oh, shit, they're in trouble. I was actually like, did I really just see that? I'm, you know, if you're not from New Orleans, the, 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 it's common, even if it's not Mardi Gras time, uh, for people to flash their boobs or 
a genitals for beads. And, it's like and, a rite of passage. Yeah, so yeah it's a, it's yeah. a big it's this thing that happens in a quarter and and the streets surrounding. But anyway, so ESPN is like, oh, uh, we just had a titty on national TV, <laughs> and they said we regret that this happened and apologize that the video aired in the telecast and we fired the fuck out of our producer. Is that what it says? Oh, I was just teasing. That's what the spokesman said about the the regret. Okay, so while the network didn't catch the site before they aired it to a national television audience, viewers quickly caught it and took to social media to voice their disbelief. The exposed breasts aired for roughly a second. Jim Chapman seemed more like a minute to me. Maybe that's because I paused. <laughs> did you rewind it? Before you yeah. it? Was that a TV? I, mean, the TV's, the TV's I bet you everybody broken. did a DVR. Oh, so anyway, um, <laughs> it, it like I said, it's for beads. Uh, um, and, and this chick was looking up, uh, showed her titty. It looked like she was looking to get some beads from above. And, we'll, and I, I think everybody's seen. It. We'll, we'll post it on social media. And uh, you know. I have seen it all, uh, mm. body parts, suppose, et cetera. And I have worked it, uh, Louisiana State Police. And, you know, they bring in all the um, extra duty officers and the undercovers and everything. You just let that shit ride. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's, it's part of it. But you don't let it ride on a national television in a playoff game. <laughs> now, my question is, are they going to get in any kind of fine for that, you think? Yeah, they oh, will, yeah, they yeah, they're going to get the shit out. Even though it's obviously was not their fault. It's yeah. their fault. Oh, they it is their fault. Uh, they have a responsibility. It's a violation of FCC standards. They're, they're going to get a fine. But um, but for me, other than the Pop-Tart Bowl, it was the next best coverage ESPN did the entire bowl <laughs> season. Yeah. But, well, so they should get but, credit for that. Maybe it offsets any fines that come in. We need to get this lady and get her her own TikTok and, and sponsor or whatever because – uh, it's probably over with now by now, but yeah, I bet you she didn't think, you know, when it happens in New Orleans, stays in New Orleans. Mm. I bet she didn't think her boob was going to be on no. the whole world to see. No, no, no. Oh. But, she, but she, it was. Do you think Janet hey. Jackson knew hers was no. going to be? No. Well, I don't know. I think she that was staged. That. Yeah. She knew ahead of time. Timberlake's trick. You wouldn't oh. have had all that decoration he, on it. It's all just, fun and games. He somebody made loses happen. an eye. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But there you go. Very uh, kinky crimes for kinky. I wonder what kind of beads they were. She yeah, was you know, us locals, we go to Mardi Gras with the big, the, the huge yeah, beads and that's that you can't tease, just get. And they want they need to take you off the cheap ones underneath and throw it. Yeah. That's like, right. What? Yeah. Do mean these cheap motherfuckers? Hey, at least those college games, it's not like. Watching the NFL is like watching WWE now. Yeah. The Cowboys are going to be in the Super Bowl because the NFL wants them there. Uh, what do we got here? Dumb Give me some banjos. We're going to Colorado. All right. Colorado. We ain't been there in a lot of good fans in to Colorado. Colorado. Shout out to Nearly enough. Well, weed's legal, and so everybody That's just right. chills That's out over there. Well, there is Jose, no crime Jose wasn't chilling out. I got to see my oh. niece came in from Denver. And, uh, I got to see her for Christmas. She works at one of the universities. Really? Does like um, all the social media kind of shit. Oh, Boulder? She's in Boulder? No, no, she's in she's in Denver. Oh, like University yeah. of Denver? Yeah, something oh. like that. I, I forget which one. John Elway's from Denver. She might know Jose. 
He's not from Denver. He played there. And he's an icon in Denver. Peyton, Peyton Manning now lives there. John Elway. He's from Stanford. No, he's from California, actually, isn't he? Yeah. Encina? No. Uh, oh, John uh, I, Northern Cal. Um, he went to Stanford, though. But he went to Stanford, yes. Yeah. Who's better? John Elway. Elway better than Peyton? Yes. Yeah. Three three yeses on that? Yeah. I for a time, time He had a yeah. cannon, man. He had a cannon. He could run. <laughs> Hit nobody on the team and get to, right, to the right. Super Bowl. Uh, but then there's Jose. Right. And Jose had heard about the retailers in the Denver area that they weren't really even checking to see if people were stealing. It was the holidays, and he needed to pick up some gifts. Bad people so, need gifts, too. So with a backpack on, Jose marched through the aisles of a Colorado plumbing store and placed about $8,000 worth of goodies into his backpack. Mm-hmm. Jose didn't know it, but his little shopping spree was being monitored by cameras throughout the store, which were being viewed by the store owner as he mm-hmm. shopped. The owner called 911 and reported what was happening and provided an accounting of the items and tools that Jose was stealing. When Aurora, which is a suburb of Denver, police arrived at the scene, they found an Uber driver waiting nearby who told them his passenger, Jose, was headed toward the vehicle. Are you looking for an Uber? An officer asked the suspect in body camera footage released by the police. The suspect, who was seen wearing a black sweatshirt with a black mask and a black hoodie, looks away and puts his hands into his pockets. Uh, No, he hesitantly answers. The man then claims his name is Raul and takes several steps backward away from the officers. The officers immediately grab him, but he maintains his innocence and says he was walking to his mother's house. And he doesn't know anything about the Uber. Officers informed him that he matched the description of the thief, but he insisted that he was not the man they were looking for. The suspect was not carrying any identification to show his name as Raul. So the officers looked inside his backpack and guess what they found? $8,000 worth of $8,600 worth of electric tools the owner had reported stolen. It may not be the best idea to have an Uber pick you up at the crime scene, oh, Wheat Ridge Police wrote <laughs> on Twitter. Ass. Instead of the Uber, Jose settled for a squad car where officers serenaded him with, with some banjos. He's a little plumbing store. He's going to trade that shit for dope. Okay, well. That's my professional so tools. You can so you're saying tools. Jose is a bad Easy. guy. Okay. That's my professional opinion. Either that or he's going to open up a plumbing business. Yeah. Maybe man. he was just. Maybe he had to fix his toilet. Yeah. Well, they're calling it a plumbing <laughs> store. Maybe they didn't want to reveal. Maybe it's a national chain that. Because he says he, he stole tools. Yeah. So I don't think he walked out of there with one of those $10,000 Japanese toilets. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that would be a nice toilet. gift. Yeah. I would love to get one of those. Have to carry it there. Yeah, get a forklift. I really, on. really want one of those. The thing ones. is, he chose the name Raul when they Raul. said, "What is your name?" That's kind of racist. That's probably his racist. Probably his best friend. Yeah, well, it could yeah. Be. he probably it's saw probably his brother's name. What's your name, Raul? Raul. Freaking Raul's like, dude, what? Oh, wow. I think I think <laughs> Raul should be everybody's. That should be everybody's go-to false identity. Mm-mm, Raul. I got Raul. too many. I got. Yeah. What? Give me one. We used to do. We used I, to do, have bar names, like when you were when you were out in turf, you know, foreign turf, and you didn't want anybody to be. So you had to have bar. And we always took our bar names from movies. So let me tell you something. My name was Swim. My bar all name over the country, and had all kinds of different business cards, and all kinds of different things. You were like Fletch. I could do Swim. <laughs> I'd be like Fletch. Well, my bar name. 
Vincent. I mean, I'll give you one on me, right? I'll tell you, I'll tell you one of mine for real. Vincent Vega. Yours was Vincent Vega. That's a great. No, nobody knew really Pulver. what that was. Yeah. Everybody. Come on. Everybody knew Vincent Vega. That's not, well, my first name was Buck and my last name was Naked. That's right. <laughs> so, what's your last name? Naked. naked. Buck Naked. <laughs> <laughs> Did that uh, that closed the deal most nights? Didn't yeah, it? pretty that, much. It worked yeah. one yeah. one time. Couldn't out figure of out why right? I kept getting turned down. <laughs> Who would want to be with Buck? That's naked. back when they wrote. <laughs> hey, that's back when they wrote their phone numbers on a, on the uh, bar tab <laughs> on, a, on that bar napkins. Yes, bar tab. Can I get a pin, please? Yeah. yeah. I had a guy. No cell phones. I had a guy when we'd go to bars like that. He would carry a whistle. Yeah. And at midnight, if he hadn't hooked up with a girl, he'd blow the whistle really oh, loud. Boy. People would get quiet, and he'd make a formal announcement. That he was waving the 175 pound weight limit. Oh my! <laughs> oh my no, God. that was one of the funniest no. bar bits you've ever. I thought seen. you were going to say the 175 dollar stud fee. No, the 175 <laughs> waving the 175 pound weight limit, and yeah, he, I'm and, pretty sure that, that and he, he never really left never alone. Got laid. He never left. Oh no, this oh, guy. No. Well, shout out Aurelius. <laughs> Aurelius? Aurelius Maximus? The big guy. That's what I was thinking. Aurelius Sophia. <laughs> that's that's why he should have had a bar name. Yeah. Sophia. He did. Sterling Oxford. Mm. <laughs> hey, yeah. That was his name that night. Yeah. I like Buck they took home the 177 pounder. Well, well, well. We've come to the end of another episode. Great, great show. That's right. Any final thoughts? Just love and appreciate everybody y'all share stuff go check out uh real life real crime facebook page and everything else and uh like and share and all that good shit be careful out there in utah yeah watch out for small cats yeah and for real life real crime daily i'm buck naked (laughs) and i'm vince vega (laughs) and i'm sterling oxford (laughs) peace Peace. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.